welcome to the program, everybody. You just stepped inside of Psychotic Bump School, the place where education and entertainment meet at the intersection of funk and soul. My name is DJ Rome, and I want to welcome you to another exciting edition of Psychotic Bump School. So, ladies and gentlemen, tonight oh, we have another amazingly full show. We're going to be having two guests coming through the school tonight. One is on the other side of the planet, y'all, and we're going to be paying a very, very special tribute to the late and great jazz pianist, Mr. Ahmad Jamal. That's right. Ahmad Jamal passed away last weekend, y'all. And I wanted to cover it last week, but I just got caught up. But there was no way I could let this go by without honoring this man who is absolutely at the root and foundation of all of my musical endeavors. He was the first jazz pianist I ever heard of, y'all. Ahmad Jamal passes away at the age of 92. And to help me pay tribute to this jazz great, we're going to have two musicians coming through the school tonight, including our friend, the good sister, Angel on sax from Southern California, and our good friend over in Japan right now, <laughs> producer, beat maker, and pianist, Mr. Mark DeClive Lowe. That's right, Mark DeClive Lowe of The Politic, y'all. Oh my God. We're very excited to have both Mark and Angel helping us pay tribute to one of my favorites, Mr. Ahmad Jamal on tonight's Psychotic Bump School. And in addition to that, we're going to be having our political update as well as usual. So you might want to call your friends and family to the radio or the computer because we are about to set it off. So this is KCWG, the truth.com. My name is DJ Rome. Welcome to Psychotic Bump School. Stay tuned for more. We're going to kick off our show after this. This is Amber Ojeda, and you're listening to Psychotic Bump School with your host, DJ Rome, on KCWGTheTruth.com, the best internet radio station on the planet. CWG, the truth.com. This program is called Psychotic Bump School. My name is DJ Rome. 
And ladies and gentlemen, that sound just gets me every single time. Ahmad Jamal, y'all, that was the cat. Let me tell you, I can't remember an earlier jazz album that I had ever seen in my life. Uh, just like with uh, the late great Barry White, they were on the same record label called 20th Century Records. And to see that large label spinning on the family console, when I got up and looked one morning, I heard this beautiful pianist playing. And I said, who is that? What is that? Who is that guy with that uh, image on his album? Uh, one part of it, it was uh, his actual photo on the back, but on the front, it was a picture of him in sort of a, a cartoon uh, image. And I was like, wow, this cat is amazing. And I was very young, y'all. <laughs> I won't go into uh, how old I was, but you know, you can do the math. This was 1973. And I tell you, uh, it's been there ever since. Ahmad Jamal, man. It, this is why we're paying tribute to him. He was very special to me because he was the first uh, musical exposure I had to the instrument and to the sound of jazz. So that's why we're paying our respects to him this evening. So coming up later, make sure you stay tuned. We're gonna be talking to Angel on Sax and our good brother, Mr. Mark DeClive Lowe. And after we talk to them, we're gonna have a very special musical tribute to Ahmad Jamal uh, in the form of a hip hop set made courtesy of uh, yours truly, uh, Psychotic Bump School. <laughs> That's right. I can still put them together, y'all. So I put together a little mix and I want y'all to just see the range and width and gravity of this man's reach from generation to generation and how his sound deeply, deeply is infused and entrenched in the deepest fabric of the underground hip hop scene. He is ground zero whether you realize it or not, some of the most beautiful hip hop you've ever heard of or heard or experienced was because this man's music was sampled in it. So the last part of this show is going to be paying a musical tribute to Ahmad Jamal in the form of a little mix that I put together just for you. So make sure you stay tuned for that. Okay. And as far as the weekend politics, ladies and gentlemen, are y'all fed up yet? I mean, oh my God, once again, there's been a lot of um, disastrous news in the world of politics in terms of just this continuing ongoing discussion about gun control or the lack of it. A young man in Kansas was shot for accidentally showing up at the doorstep of the wrong house and an 84 year old man shot him, shot him twice. Uh, he's recovering at home now, but he's recovering from bullet wounds to his arm and to his head. He is very, very lucky to be alive. In support of that, a lot of his high school classmates did a walkout earlier this week, and it just continued to fuel the discussion about the lack of initiative to do something to curb this incredibly out of control uh, pandemic of life. Uh, called gun violence. I mean, we we are leading the nation now in terms of with our children losing their lives. It's to gun control, or excuse me, it's to gun-related shootings. That's the number one killer of our children today, y'all. Gun violence. It's really sad. And what's also happening is that you have these two political parties, and we're going to be talking about the Democrats. We're going to be talking about uh, the No Labels Party in just a minute, just to sort of balance things out a little bit. But in terms of the lack of political will that continues to uh, immobilize our politics on this issue, 
more and more deaths continue to mount and it's really startling. So upcoming elections are about to unfold. We got more and more people jumping into the political race on the Democratic side. We have uh, Robert Kennedy Jr., who is not his <laughs> famous family name's namesake in terms of his uh, political direction. He's very much anti-Biden. He's offering an alternative to Joe Biden coming up in the 24 election. And by the way, speaking of Joe Biden, he's expected to announce sometime this week that he is indeed running for re-election for 2024. On the other side, of course, the now indicted Donald Trump is uh, planning to be uh, in contention and vying for a spot. Most recently, we heard from, uh, like I said a couple of weeks ago, Asa Hutchinson, governor, governor that is, out of uh, Arkansas. He's jumped into the race, as has Nikki Haley, as you already know. And most recently, a couple of people have jumped in on the Republican side, including uh, Tim Scott out of South Carolina. Now, what he's put together is a research committee. I think that's what they call it. But he's gearing up for a run uh, for the presidency or at least for the nomination on the Republican side. Uh, Chris Christie, we've seen him campaigning across the country. He's offering the most pointed challenges directly to Donald Trump. And he's looking like he's going to jump into the race again. Uh, Ron DeSantis still has yet to declare, but numbers show that it may not be in his best interest or the party's best interest to nominate him because he is still very, very much trailing Donald Trump as the um, ongoing favorite for the Republican nomination. And I must add that also planning to jump into the race. Oh, this is interesting. Talk show host, political commentator Larry Elder out of California. Yes, Larry Elder has announced that he's running for the president of the United States. Presidency of the United States, Larry Elder. Of course, he tried to run against Gavin Newsom in California in a runoff election where they did accumulate enough signatures to host a runoff election. But when the actual votes were counted, uh, Gavin Newsom won in a landslide, but yet I guess that didn't do anything to deter the political ambitions of one Larry Elder. He has announced he is running for the presidential nomination on the Republican side, Larry Elder. OK, so so far, that's two African-American men that are expected to be in contention for the Republican nomination. Do they have a shot? Of course they don't. But anything's possible with this um uh, subsequent arraignment of Donald Trump on the Republican side. And of course, uh, popularity of the Republican ticket in general or the agenda continues to falter because they just lost a settlement to the tune of uh, $787 million to Dominion Voting Systems. And that network <laughs> the owner of that network anyway, Rupert Murdoch, he's worth about 17 B's as in 17 billion. So 787 million, hmm, the equivalent of a parking ticket, maybe, but it's still something. And so much so that they did release a few of their commentators, including uh, Dan Bongino, I think Maria Bartiromo, whatever her name is, and of course, uh, Judge Janine Pirro. They were all released from their contracts from Fox News subsequent to the settlement with Dominion Voting Systems. And that's not the end of it, y'all. Fox News is facing a reckoning right now. Uh, Smartmatic is going to be the next up, I believe. They have also sued Fox News because they are suing for lost revenue. So that's a different kind of lawsuit. And 
Rupert Murdoch and Fox News, they're not done dipping into their pockets because they are uh, pushing back against this uh, phenomenon of fake news. And fake news has been finally held accountable, ladies and gentlemen. Finally. And yeah, you might say it's a slap on the wrist. And for $787 million, uh, another billionaire with ambition to have a uh, uh, undue sway over the political outcomes in this country, they might say, wait, hey, for $787 million, I might uh, disrupt an election. I might overturn the will of the voters if I could try. Um, if all it cost me is $787 million, why not? So it, it, it remains to be seen if this will be enough of a deterrent to discourage other outlets from doing the same thing. But Fox News, y'all's y'all's troubles are not over, and it stands to reason, y'all, because um, you're about to hear some um, some commentary from some uh, political pundits, and um, it's very clear that this is a phenomenon that happens on one side of the ticket. And I'm telling you, I don't care if you're Democrat or Republican or nonpartisan, non-affiliated, no labels, wrong labels, right label. I don't care. I don't really care. But it's going to be ultimately a two horse race and we got to face that whether we want to or not. But there's only one party where this is happening. OK, there's only one side of the political ticket where this is happening. CNN isn't experiencing this. There's no uh, major voting system that is suing the CNN network or MSNBC. OK, they're coming after Fox News because Fox News has committed um uh, you know, crimes of defamation. You can't do that. I know it sounds corny, <laughs> but you can't break the law. I mean, nobody's supposed to be above the law, right? So come on now. If everybody was guilty of this, how come it's not happening to MSNBC and CNN or NPR or PBS? Okay. Why Fox News? I mean, so you y'all y'all are saying you guys are just getting picked on by the government. It's unfair. It's a deep state conspiracy. No, you guys are clowning and you need to stop. But since you won't stop here, go ahead and take this fine. And let's see where it goes from here. So in the spirit of that, uh, let's get into some uh, updates from the week we have coming up. Uh, we got a fiery take coming up from uh, Mr. Roland Martin. Oh, my God. Wait till you guys hear this. Uh a new appointee uh, alongside Dr. Benjamin Chavis has joined the No Labels movement. I'm going to tell you more about him in just a second. But in the meantime, let's listen to political pundit Simon Rosenberg for this week's Hopium Chronicles Democratic Update. Stand by. I think people are aware that the Republicans have gone a little crazy. I mean, I think there was a hope that it was a sort of a phase. They would come back to being kind of country club Republicans and but I think there's a growing understanding that this is getting dangerous and scary and that we need to do something. We need to rise up and challenge it more aggressively, not just in elections, but in our day to day discussions and discourse. And you're seeing young Democrats all across the country. Right. You're seeing protests, but you're also seeing younger Democratic elected officials like Jeff Jackson and AOC and others who I think are more media savvy and understand the media moment really starting to assert themselves in the national discourse. It's very encouraging. I think what we're seeing now, and it's really important because I think that what we need to do this cycle is to recognize that they're abandoning political terrain. They're abandoning you know, competitive political terrain. They're giving us an opportunity to grow. 
to grow our coalition, to expand our coalition, to take more political real estate, both demographically and geographically. And so that's why I've been advocating this idea of we need to get to 55. We need to not just be settling for 51% in a presidential election, but we should be shooting for 55 in 2024 and really trying to blow out the election like we just did in Wisconsin, like we did in Colorado and in Pennsylvania um, and in New Hampshire uh, in the end one more state uh, this last cycle, right? We were able to get to 55% in a bunch of the battleground states. We're doing that through expansion. This is not about repositioning. This is not about being in a defensive crouch. This is about being on offense and going big and having a strategy, a man on the moon kind of strategy. To me, there are the most important piece of that is something we could do this year, which is to really launch a serious national voter registration drive with young people. And I can talk more about that in the Q&A. But that's certainly something I think in terms of going on offense this year together, right? Win the economic debate with the Republicans, get to 55, expand our coalition. And that was Simon Rosenberg of Hopian Chronicles. And if politics and partisanship is not really your thing, maybe your issue would be better served by the No Labels Party. No Labels is a political conglomerate consisting of both Democrats, Republicans, and it probably includes some independents as well. Uh, Kirsten Cinema has famously joined the No Labels Party out of Arizona after leaving the Democratic Party, messing up the Democratic majority uh, in the Senate. And uh, they just recently appointed a brother to be their vice chair. Now, a couple months ago, I think, they appointed Dr. Benjamin Chavis, who's a lifelong civil rights activist. They appointed him as co-chair, and they just appointed financial literacy expert John Holt Bryant. He's worked for both administrations, Republican and Democrat, served under George W. Bush, also served under President Barack Obama. He's a brother out of Southern California, y'all, Compton. And he's an alumnus of Santa Monica High School. So the brother has done his thing. Uh, he was born in the uh, mid 60s, I guess. So the brother is got a little bit of youth on his side, <laughs> depending on uh, if you're in the, the Dianne Feinstein or Joe Biden camp of the 80 and up club. Uh, John Hope Franklin is a new voice and he's now uh, been appointed the vice chair of the No Labels Party. Let's hear what he has to say about this appointment. Hi, this is John O'Brien, and I want to thank Nancy Jacobson, who um, and Liz and the whole team there who do an incredible job. I want to thank um, uh, Senator and the Governor uh, and my friend, uh, uh, the vaulted civil rights leader, uh, Ben Chavis, and uh, all of the other leadership uh, there, the senators, the congresspeople, all the heroes and sheroes who've taken a stand for a radical movement of common sense. Uh, and called it no labels, appropriately so. I, I used to call this a get it done party. Uh, it wasn't about the Republican Party or the Democratic Party. And I was criticized about bringing either a Republican or a Senate or a Democrat into uh, my neighborhood at a certain time. Um, I used to just say, I'm not interested in party labels. I'm interested in party progress. How about the party of us? How about the get it done party? I said that for two decades. And so to be in the family of no labels and to, for you to really be living that truth, it's quite remarkable. Coincidence is my mentor, Ambassador Andrew Young would say, coincidence is God's way of remaining anonymous. So thank you for really taking an award bow every day and not taking an awards bow. 
So almost you acknowledging me as a reaffirmation of your values. It's not about me today. It's about you underscoring what you think is important. And what I think is important is that we're better together. That like any good marriage, any good relationship, any good partnership, two plus two has to equal more than four. And I think that is the American story. America's not a country. She's an idea. We can make it anything we want to be. We can destroy it or we can build her up. We can use her as a vessel for other people or we can hold it to our own chest and say only us. Um, but we're only better together. And that's been the story of this country. It's been the story of every great organization. I love what No Labels is doing. I love being a part of it because that not only is it the right thing to do, I, I love this statement by Melody Hobson. I love math because it doesn't have an opinion. <laughs> and I love what No Labels is doing because not only is it the right thing to do, it's also rational. It's also historically important. Uh, what do I mean by that? I mean that the every good movement, every movement worth its salt, every movement that's made a change has been black and white together, red and blue together. Dr. King's movement, black and white together, red and blue together. Uh, the, the creation of the NAACP, black and white together, red and blue together. Uh, the Urban League, the National Urban League, Black and White Together, Red and Blue Together, going back over 100 years. Operation Hope, the organization I founded, Black and White Together, Red and Blue Together, leading to green. Okay, um, And you can go on and on and on. Abraham Lincoln, uh, President Abraham Lincoln after the Civil War, working uh, with Frederick Douglass, uh, Black and White, Red and Blue, creating the Freedmen's Bank, the Marshall, uh, really the 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 marshaling the 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 will of the of the good to make a country for all of us, and it's paid off because we are the beacon for the world, even in troubled times. And rainbows only follow storms. You cannot have a rainbow without a storm first. So this this is my values uh, made real in Washington. I've never trusted anybody with my values in Washington D.C. I've, I've never wanted to be political um, or partisan, and I can think now I could be about public policy through a lens that is political without being partisan through no labels. So thanks for having me and let's get to work. PhDs are good, PhDs are better. Now, a good friend of John Holt Bryant uh, is Roland Martin and John has been on Roland's show quite a bit. Let's listen to Roland Martin's take that he uh, broke down this week. He's talking about the importance of understanding the stakes at hand the distinction between the two parties and practical advice. Listen to this. Roland Barton pulls no punches. This is for all uh, the simple Simons. Let me be real clear with all you simple Simons who love making your comments and making your videos. I dare any of you to check the facts. I can tell you right now, there ain't no way in hell I will remotely consider Donald Trump or Ron DeSantis or Nikki Haley or Tim Scott for president next year. Hello. You know why? Because there's no way in hell I'm going to stand with a party that continues, and we're discussing it next, trying to put Crystal Mason in prison mm -hmm. for voting when her own parole officer said she wasn't aware she couldn't vote. Do you actually think I'm going to support a party that expelled Justin Jones and Justin Pearson out of the Tennessee House? 
Do you think I'm going to support a party that gave millions to Brett Favre in Mississippi and not the poor in that state? Do you even remotely think I'm going to support a party that has Greg Abbott and Dan Patrick in Texas where these fools don't do anything about gun control after kids were shot and killed in Uvalde? Do you remotely think I'm going to stand with a party that pushed an election lie like that fool Carrie Lake and others in Arizona? Do you actually think I'm going to stand with a party that outlawed ballot drop boxes and wanted to throw people in jail for handing out water in Georgia? Do you actually think I'm going to stand with a party that elected Sarah Huckabee Sanders as their governor in Arkansas knowing she's dumb as hell? Do you actually think I'm going to stand with a party in Louisiana where Republicans want to outlaw the discussion of racism in all of the state universities, in one of the racist states in the history of the United States? Do you actually think I'm going to stand with a party in South Carolina that continues to diminish African Americans and when Bombs of Liberty took over school boards? Do you actually think for a second I'm going to stand with a party where the attorney general in Iowa announced they're not going to provide the abortion pill to women who have been raped in Iowa. Yes, raped. Do you actually think I am going to stand with a party that won't even have an exception for rape and incest? Do you actually think I'm going to stand with a party where you've got a Republican in Kentucky who has no problem with 12-year-olds getting married? Do you actually think I'm going to stand with any of these thugs that continue to stand with Donald Trump? So you can sit here and say, oh, you caping for Democrats, you're a shield. I'm not stupid like you are. There are two choices. You can holler and scream, a third party. You can holler and scream. Oh, my goodness, we need to have our own. Here's what I know. Come 2024, Republicans or Democrats are going to control the United States House. Republicans or Democrats will control the United States Senate. Do you know who covers impeachment of Supreme Court justices? The House. That's why they will do nothing about Clarence Thomas, even though we know doggone well he has been an absolute violation of the rules when it comes to disclosures. We know damn well the Senate, if Republicans have that, they are going to confirm hardcore right-wing federal judges who do not believe in civil rights, who do not believe in diversity of this country, that's who they're going to pick. And so, if you think I'm confused, no, I'm not confused. I'm smart enough to know I can look at the data and look at the information and then look at the policies and go, hmm, who do I stand a better chance of advancing a black agenda with? Oh, let me be real clear. You've never, ever heard me call Democrats perfect. You've never heard me say, oh, no, don't criticize them. Oh, I have absolutely been in their faces, giving them hell, calling out white consultants, calling out Democrats who don't do the right thing, calling out Joe Biden when he has not done enough. But don't you think for a second 
that I will piss on my ancestors and that I will blow off my nine nieces and four nephews and their future by supporting a party that is fascist, a party that wants to have a dictator. And if you don't like anything that I said in the words of Della Reese from Hall of Knights, kiss my entire ass. <laughs> Roland Martin, you got to stop being so shy, bro. <laughs> but this is KCWG, the truth.com. This program is called Psychotic Bum School. My name is DJ Rome. And ladies and gentlemen, that was a little political update from the week in current events. Coming up later, we have a very special mix and tribute of our special uh, subject this evening, Mr. Ahmad Jamal. But coming up after this break, we're going to have our good sister, Enjoy on Sax out of Los Angeles and our good brother all the way on the other side of the planet, y'all. In Japan, we have Mark DeClive Lowe to help us pay tribute to the late, great Ahmad Jamal. So stay tuned for more. We'll be right back with Enjoy and Mark after this. We are back. KCWG, the truth.com. This program is called Psychotic Bump School. My name is DJ Rome. And ladies and gentlemen, the world of music has lost an absolute giant in the world of jazz. Mr. Ahmad Jamal, at the tender age of 92, he passed away, y'all. One of the founding fathers of the modern jazz movement, an incredible talent, a tremendous loss. Oh, I was at a loss for words when I heard the news, and it made me think about some people that have graced this show before, and I'm really happy to have this next guest here. He's on the other side of the planet, y'all, in the beautiful country of Japan, so we don't have a lot of time with him, so let's get right to it. So, ladies and gentlemen, please help me welcome back to Psychotic Bump School, our good brother, Mr. Mark DeClive Lowe. Mark, how you doing, bro? I'm good, man. What's up? Thanks man. for having me. Man, thank you for joining me, man. Wow. This dude, when I tell you, man, this dude was my foundation, man. And you being the amazing keyboardist that you are, I can't even imagine what he meant to you while he was here. Good brother. When you heard about this loss, what came to mind for you? I mean, it's I'm, you know, I'm a big believer in the cycle of life. And we've had some huge losses lately. Wayne Shorter, Ferris uh, Sanders um, and others. And, you know, there's people who contributed you know, very generously and and without limitation to, you know, culture and society over pretty lengthy lifetimes. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it's kind of like if only, you know, th that's aspirational, like to to live such a full life and contribute so much and be part of the cultural canon forever is incredible. Um, wow. I was, Amar Jamal is has been one of my favorite piano players ever since I first heard him. And, you know, throughout my life, always been a kind of a consistent um, influence and go-to. And, you know, I would have, man, I would have loved to meet him 
And I mean, him, him and Sakamoto are two people I'm like, I wanted to meet you all, you know? <laughs> exactly. Uh, he's talking about the great Ryuchi Sakamoto. We paid tribute to him a couple of weeks ago, Mark. So, man, may he rest in peace. Oh, beautiful. Too. Oh, yeah, man. man. Wow. Well, we're, you know, we're, we're, we're blessed to be on the same, on the same timeline as, as these people. Same. To, to to be on this earth at the same time as such incredible creative you know genius who yeah. that, that, that are so open to sharing that man it, it was it hit me hard man it was like a family member had left this mortal plane uh, a friend of ours has just joined us uh ladies and gentlemen help me welcome this musician we're graced with two very talented musicians y'all y'all heard this good sister on here before please welcome back to psychotic bump score good sister miss enjoy on sax enjoy go ahead and unmute yourself you already know mark the <laughs> i what? love washi yes <laughs> what up enjoy long time what's up honey yes he's, he's yes. actually one of my favorite pianists as well wow Wow. Yes. Well, we were just getting started, Enjoy. So uh, I'm going to talk to you in just a second, Enjoy. Don't move because I you have a great story to share, too. But Mark, you actually covered some of uh, Ahmad's music, right? When at the inception of you first hearing his music, man, what struck you about his tone? We had you on when we lost McCoy Tyner also. So each of these great jazz greats had a distinct style to them and the way they spoke to you through those keys man was an immaculate conception as i'd like to put it or an immaculate production man how did ahmad jamal's music his playing in what way did it reach you that other keyboard players didn't i mean i guess you know similarly to you know you mentioned mccoy and <clears throat> same goes for so many so many of these absolute you know definitive greats they have their own voice and their own sound and i think that's something that every musician aspires to it's like how do i find my voice as opposed to expressing through someone else's voice and yeah. jamal is someone who from from the gate you know that was him i was i was 10 years old probably yeah nine maybe nine years old when my my brother gave me a cassette tape copy of Ama jamal's album the awakening Yes, sir. And, you know that album particularly is a obviously a perennial favorite with especially with hip-hop sample heads mm. um but obviously at nine years old i didn't know nothing about that and i know i was just hearing this hearing this beautiful trio music that um you know i, I hadn't heard anything like it. i'd heard errol garner and and wow. some some other cats but jamal came with this whole sensitivity and sophistication in a very understated and intentional yes. balance that yes. that I'd, I'd literally never heard before. I'm telling you, I saw uh, that even the great Miles Davis was a great fan of his. And it, it makes so much sense because when I think about Ahmad Jamal, his sound was just so mysterious, warm and dark. So, Angel, I know we just lost you. We, we got you back now. Uh, you had a chance to meet uh, Mr. Jamal. And uh, Mark has covered his music, but Angel, go ahead and unmute yourself. I want to ask you something. What did you pick up while you had some time in the presence of Ahmad Jamal? Did he share some of those amazing chord structures with you, good sister? Go ahead and unmute yourself so we can hear you. Yeah, uh, yeah, he definitely did. Yeah, um, what would you like to spend some time with this great Ahmad Jamal? I mean, it's it's really an indescribable, you know, adjective to say the least. Like, 
Mm. The fact of the matter is, is like, you know, these these legends, you know, these people who have like just imprinted their sound on our psyche, like whether we want to copy them or not, it's like in our blood, it's in our DNA. Do you know mm. what I mean? Like, I always make sure that I, I sit down and listen at the feet of these masters. And this was I was doing like this master class tour. I got to man like Elvin Jones. It was amazing. But I was in Atlanta at the time uh, with my boy Amdex. I mean. Mm. And we took that uh, master class. Um, I forgot what school it was at. It was some school in um, in Georgia. But, um, mm. you know, the stuff that he was giving us, it's just like everything that you will not learn going to Berkeley or Juilliard, you know what I mean? Like all these really? different rules and, uh, you know, restrictions that they try to, um, you know, impart onto musicians' mind in order to make stuff that uh, I guess they would call it, consider palatable or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, I feel like there's very few, not very few, but there are, you know, those people like Monk and, and Ahmad that can break these rules and it sounds like they did not at all. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Wow. And and just the, the rhythmic, you know, it was a lot of rhythmic uh, jewels that he was dropping, you mm. know, and normally when people are doing piano, they're all about, you know, the chords, melodies, the, the voicings, but like, you know, he's kind of like James Brown with it. Like, you know how James is like, he'll tell a band like all, every instrument in here is a drum. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Exactly. Drum. I feel like he kind of used that same, uh, you know, that same mindset, and you can really hear it in in those amazing songs, especially that are classic, like Whisperings and uh, Swahili Land and stuff. Like you could just tell, like his his rhythmic sensitivity was so gorgeous. You know, I feel like McCoy had that too. Like, you know, it's, it's the space instead of the extraness that uh, that really blows your mind with these cats. You Absolutely. Know? Yeah. Absolutely. Well, from musician to musician, Mark. Uh, and Angel, Angel, you spent some time with him. But Mark, what is he doing on the keyboards? You've played Swahili Land, right? Angel just mentioned Swahili Land. And so what is he doing with his chords on the piano that is his music particularly challenging to play? Is is it sort of like rooted in sort of a, a Gershwin kind of theme? Uh, what is he doing on the piano that you discover when you play his music that takes you to a place where other keyboard players just didn't take you you know what he's he's compositionally deceptively very simple and arrangement wise as well um and in a way that's not quite in the same way but it's a bit similar to pharaoh sanders in that if you kind of break down a pharaoh sanders composition there may only be two chords and like a very Mm. simple pentatonic melody like it's it's not complicated but it's what these musicians embody in in that framework um and i've i've never heard an ama jamal tune where i'm thinking oh my god that's such a difficult tune or it's so complicated because his oh. vibe and as angel just alluded to his vibe was all about space and yeah. and that's that's what miles let you know like looking at the reading reading the miles book and, and various anecdotes that's what miles loved about him was the space Yes. And and that whole idea of, of negative space where it's you know it's about what you don't play and that the idea that once you have negative space, then when you bring in something contrary to that, like you bring in a note, that note means even more because it has that negative around it. Yeah. So right. So the way he orchestrated with with space, it was just totally unique. And especially at the time, like at the time Miles really got into, into in the fifties, you know, piano players were tearing it up. You know, like it was, it was that kind of post Bud Powell era, where mm. it was 
there were a lot of notes. And so, you know, Miles couldn't get Jamal, so he gets Red Garland and says, play like I'm a Jamal. Right, right. <laughs> and so that play like wasn't a question of like copy him or a certain kind of, you know, difficulty. It was about be conscious of space. And mm -hmm. so when it comes to that kind of idea, you can be very simple in your musicality while doing that. That's wow. the whole point, really, right? So I feel like that's really testament to what what Jamal kind of stood for. And then, you know, he had he has very specific voicings he does like to go to. He has really, you know, signature rhythmic um, phrasings he loves to do. So he has these kind of typically Jamal kind of moments. Mm -hmm. But yeah, overall, it's I feel like you could listen to any musician who who really employs space and you can be pretty sure in a jazz context, especially that they have some kind of influence from Amma Jamal in that sense. How about that? Uh, both of you, this is a very subjective question. To what extent do you feel like he got his flowers while he was here? Was he underappreciated? I mean, I don't know if he was on the level of like um, a Ramsey Lewis, who we lost a few months ago as well, but Herbie Hancock is still here. Keith Jarrett is still here. Uh, what's your sense, Mark and Angel, about how well he was appreciated while he was here? Go on, Angel. Uh, okay, so I just want to comment on one thing that he said, though, because I had this moment when you mentioned Pharaoh Sanders and him, I was like, yes, that is such a really, like, that is a perfect, you know, connection. Because I remember I thought that, like, Coltrane was my favorite saxophone for my whole life, right? And like you were saying, these complicated tunes, like Giant Steps and stuff. And then mm. I was playing with um with Voices of Creation, Jametta's um choir. Yeah. At yeah. the um at the Broad Museum downtown. And I heard this lady in the audience that she sounds like Pharaoh Sanders. And at that moment, I realized I was like, yo, Pharaoh is really the most, I feel like, influential artist in my life, not trained. Do you know what I mean? Because like I he said, it's this simple, like pentatonic, just beautiful, like spacing and like it's just like so spirit-led, you know, it's not any technical, you know. You got to understand, you know, all these progressions in the circle of this inside out. And you know what I mean? It's just really like, it's just the beauty that comes straight from the soul when you're not trying and you just do and you just express yourself. And I feel like Ahmad and, and Pharaoh, you know, rest in power to both of them. That's I feel right. like we're some of the greatest examples of that. And that's why now I realize that Pharaoh is definitely the one for me. Um, I was speaking to my mentor, Noel Scott, from uh, Sunrise yes. Orchestra the day yes. after um the day after i found out about him on and he was telling me about um uh the record um poisiana was actually sunra inspired and you right. know it, there's a lot of people who don't i feel like get their flowers um while they're still here i feel like it's only like those real like like crank digging heads or like jazz heads that you know uh, even know who these people are you know, they might know the De La Soul song, but they're not going to know that it came, you know what I mean, from yep. you know, this incredible legend. Um, and it's just unfortunate. And it's just like, I feel like it's what, really why I'm so passionate about bringing jazz back to the forefront and making it more cool. And that's why I love Mark so much, because, I mean, he makes, he takes these elements of jazz and he makes it danceable. And I freaking love dance music. And I realized when I was playing just like regular jazz and like, you know, the audience is just staring at you. It's kind of a weird feeling. You know what I mean? So like when you can turn that into dance music, it can really help to, you know, to put this more into people's faces in this current generation. Wow. But, you know, I feel like the heads, they know, they know. And they, they give him flowers. 
But I do feel like it's really important for this current generation to know who these people are, you know, because I mean, some of them don't even know who Prince is. Like, it's just crazy. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, Believe but, yeah, like, I'm, I'm telling you, it happened, right? <laughs> but anyway, yeah, I don't think that they got enough of their flowers, but I feel like the ones who know definitely know. Yeah, I, 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 I don't know if anyone gets their flowers enough That's these true. days. I mean, you know, the, the Jay Diller changed my life t-shirts came out after he died. True like, that. You know, and, and it became, it almost became a trend, right? Mm-hmm. And, you know, Diller was already doing Diller for a long enough time to be, to be worthy of every flower. And I think that all these artists are, 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 are like that. Um, and I think Jamal is a ser- is a heavily underrated. You know, if they made if they made unsung for for instrumentalists, <laughs> for me he'd be the first episode. That's right. Um, you know, it's like a like a Herbie Hancock who, you know, Herbie for me is equally important inspirationally and and what he contributes to the to the culture. Um, but he's also been very much you know present in the public eye and that kind of thing. And and so he there's maybe more awareness around him. But Jamal didn't necessarily go for that. He just did his thing. You know, mm-hmm. he just did his basically did his trio for you know fifty plus years and was never a sideman for anybody. <laughs> you know, there's there's oh. one record with with Yusuf Latif in more recent years, which is which was quite a surprise. It's like, wow, that's incredible. He's Amar Jamal's actually playing with a horn player. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know, he was just doing his thing, and I think very content to be himself and and you know express his experience of life on this planet through through his music. Well, Mark, you've been in L.A. and Angel, you're still in Southern California. Did Yusuf ever come and pass either one of y'all's way around the way down in L.A. when y'all play down there? Yusuf Latif? I, I wish. Yeah. Did you ever meet him, Angel? No, I never. I did see him actually at the, um, uh, what's that big silver building downtown? Is it the, <laughs> the Disney the, Hall? The, 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 the Disney Hall. Disney Hall. It is right. Yeah. I saw him there. Yeah. It oh, was wow. incredible. I never met wow. him in person, but like the live show blew me away. Like, you know, I, I haven't really been able to master the flute like that. Like, I know as a saxophone mm-hmm. player, I'm supposed to. But Yusuf is definitely, you know, I feel like the epitome of like the illest, you know what I mean? The flutist, flautist um, that we have. And I, mm-hmm. I, I feel like his sound is definitely in the same, you know, the same vein as, as these, you know, Pharaohs and, and Ahmad Jamal's, you know, like his. Totally. It was just the voicings were just incredible. You know what I mean? I feel like, you know, and, and what you were saying about Dilla really touched me, right? Because I couldn't even go to his funeral. I was so messed up by it. But when yeah. I was when I was kicking it with Dilla, like, everybody was on, like, you know what I mean? Just kind of attacking him. Like, I feel like he knew he was loved. You know what I mean? He did get his flowers. Um, but not, I feel like, to the degree that he was owed. Because, I mean, if you look at this exactly. cat's discography... Mm-hmm. Do you know what I'm saying? Like he basically made every dope hip hop album that really created the dopest sound that we have in hip hop. Sure <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And most sure people did. have no clue that it was him. Mm-hmm. And it's unfortunate that, you know, when people transition, that's when everybody wants to, you know, go crazy and act like they've been a fan their whole life or whatever. But like, Absolutely. you know, I, I definitely just wanted to put out there that Dilla did get a lot of love. Like he knew he was loved, but I feel like he definitely deserved a lot more. But I think mm-hmm. certain people kind of like the fact that they can go to the grocery store and they don't have to get bombarded with, you know, uh, <laughs> crazy fans, you know. Right. <laughs> I know I, right. I would definitely never want that kind of fate. <laughs> but um, but yeah, he, right. he definitely got love. I didn't know you were, uh, had met him. I met him once, Mark. Did you ever meet uh, Dilla? 
Yeah, briefly a couple of times. Oh, cool, cool. And well, there is a common thread here, ladies and gentlemen, because we've been talking about Ahmad Jamal, and uh, he did release this amazing track called Swahili Land. Mark the Clive Lowe does cover that on one of his projects. But who was the genius that found that sample for De La Soul? Angel mm-hmm. and Martin. One and only. Great Jay Dilla. How about that? I mean, those chords at the end of that. Can you just talk about that, Mark? Since you played the song, you covered the song. What in the world? I mean, and he kept repeating. It was like, dun, dun, dun. Don't get me to singing. Angel, it's everything. It could just send me. Did you guys happen yes. to catch Dayla when they when they were on uh, with uh, Black Thought? Yeah. On the, on the Jimmy Kimmel when they performed mm-hmm. it live? Mm-hmm. Man, it was like chills, man. That song is just everything. When you play that song, Mark, um, have you played it live? That's what I want to know. When you when you go out and play and uh, tour, have you had a chance to play that live? Yeah, that recording was a live recording that I put out. Oh, that's what's up. Um, the, the, the beauty of that, I mean, obviously there's a nostalgia in it to a hip-hop audience anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, you, you kind of, you're playing playing to the crowd in a way with that, but musically speaking, it's it's a very it's a very simple chord progression. It's mm-hmm. um, what we call diatonic, like all the chords mm-hmm. belong in the key. There's nothing outside the key. Mm-hmm. But what makes it extra hip is that it's a three bar phrase, which is mm-hmm. something like Q-Tip got into really heavily with Tribe in, in productions like. You know, we're used to things being four-bar phrases in most conventional music forms. But um, when it's a three-bar phrase, it's like it kind of, the 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 loop returns earlier than your ear expects it to, which yeah. is a sense of forward motion that is perpetual. Um, and I think that's that's the beauty of 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 that that how they looped up at Swahili Land for the for the daylight joint. What did he do with the drums? I mean, Angel, I mean, she said that, Mark, you have been making us dance with the way you fuse what you do with the jazz world and the broken beat world that you're in. Uh, Can you give us an insight? Angel, I know you make music, too, but can what did he do with the drums to make the drums hit so hard and so crisply over those keyboards from Dilla did Dilla. <laughs> right. Was it, I mean, is he doing, is he doubling? I mean, what is he doing to get that? Because how come nobody else really duplicates it? Dilla Dilla. Come on. Is it the studio? <laughs> I mean, come on. Dilla's just Dilla. It's the Dilla's MP, Dilla. it's Dilla. <laughs> Man. No, I mean, let's, let's, let's not, let's not overanalyze. Don't ever overanalyze. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Just appreciate it for what it is, right? Absolutely. Wow. What a jewel. Yeah, I mean, we're talking about, I, I think Angel will come right back in a second. I mean, mm-hmm. I know you got to run, but just thinking about how big his discography is, Ahmad Jamal, I mean, and the amount of people that have used his music, people have mm-hmm. no idea how extensive this man's catalog is. And you're mm-hmm. absolutely right. I'm going to look up that album you're just talking about so I can really dive into that track you're talking about that was a recent release. But I remember back in... um 2006, 2007, 2008, uh, Angel and Mark, I was listening to Ahmad Jamal, a release he had back then. And I'm like, man, this takes me back to 1973. I mean, yeah, exactly, the, exactly. That, that album was... that had war, uh, uh, the world is a ghetto. I mean, Ahmad Jamal had me at hello and I'm not even a musician. You know what I'm saying? Go ahead, Mark. I was just going to say, like, I mean, firstly, to what you just ended with, like that you're not even a musician. That's when you know the music <laughs> is transcendental, like when it 
when right. it when it communicates you know it's not it's not mainstream music it's not pop music it's not the you know flavor de jour but it communicates to someone who doesn't necessarily you know understand music in a theoretical academic way that's mm. when you know it's real right that's right and i was you know very blessed to see ama jamal play in 2019 he opened the sf jazz festival that year and I'd, I'd never seen him before. And so here I am seeing him at, I guess he was 89 years old then, I guess. I'm not mm -hmm. quite around that. Mm -hmm. But to to see him perform with so much, firstly, so much exuberance. Like he was clearly so happy and and joyful in, in what he was doing. And mm -hmm. then listening to him play, like his set literally encapsulated the entirety of his life's work. Like I could hear the the live at the Pershing record in his work. Like I could hear 1950, whatever that was, mm -hmm. in 2019. And I could hear all through the 60s, 70s trio and all through the 80s, 80s group. Like it, it was all there. And so that amazed me for an artist to be able to encapsulate their entire life's work in every single moment wow. that they're that they're playing is something. I've seen. I've. It's very rare that I've seen that. I mean, Wayne Shorter did, did that for sure, but mm. it's 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 not common and it's very very special. So I felt you know blessed to be able to witness that you know in person. We'll see, Enjoy. Come on back in because Mark is talking about a time when he saw Ahmad live. You experienced his class. See, ladies and gentlemen, these are perishable experiences. Meaning you had to be there. I mean, these shooting stars are here for only a brief time, ladies and gentlemen, and we have to enjoy them, give them their flowers, like we've been saying, as much as we can while we have them here. But uh, I better let y'all go. I know we're getting tight on time. Mark is on the other side of the planet, y'all, over there in Japan. And uh, Angel sure. is in Southern California, joining us to pay tribute to the late and great Mr. Ahmad Jamal, passed away, ladies and gentlemen, at the tender young age of... 92. May he rest in paradise. Uh, any chance we can get a, a Enjoy and a Mark DeClive Lowe uh, collaboration anytime in the near future? Because what I love about Enjoy, Mark, is that she I, this quote she gave me, I, I can't remember where you got it from, Enjoy, but she said she was taught before you play, pray. And that has always stuck with me because the way she just showed reverence for your music, Mark, that's why I love our scene so much. You know what I'm saying? Even though I'm not in Southern California anymore, I love this side of the scene, ladies and gentlemen, because it's so real. And the influences that we hold dear and near to our hearts is why this show even exists. Ahmad Jamal is, he's baseline for me. I'm not talking like the upright bass, but B-A-S-E. He, he's the beginning for me. The first jazz pianist I ever heard in my life, Mark and Enjoy. So I'm really going to miss him, and I'm thankful for his contribution. And I'm thankful for the both of you. Before we let you go, uh, Mark, since you're on the other side of the planet, uh, where can we find you, track your work, and uh, follow you while you're out on the seven seas across the planet? Good brother, where are you? Absolutely, yes. Yeah. So I'm out here in Japan and um, online. Just plug my name into anything and you'll find me. But if you want to follow the Japan adventures, I'm pretty much posting that on my Instagram more than anywhere. Um, but, you know, I'm I'm pretty reachable. And um and just to answer your question, because you asked, a, you, you did ask a question in there. Mm -hmm. So the last time Angel and I were on a stage together was oh. at the <laughs> San Jose Jazz Festival in, I would guess, 2007, maybe? Uh-oh, uh-oh. Would that be right? I hope she can hear Yeah, it. maybe even maybe even earlier than that, but that sounds about right, yep. Yeah, kind of wow. in, in, that, in that era. Um, 
and yeah, you you never know how how you know pathways collide, you know, Absolutely. in the future. So from yeah yeah from your lips to God's ears. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yes, I mean, please God hear me because listen, <laughs> listen, like Mark is like my favorite. I've been wanting to collab with him since the first time I heard you know Tides Rising and his music alone. Him and Bimbe Segue, Bimbe still. You know I'm so obsessed with Bimbe Mark. <laughs> like, oh, I, I hear you. I cannot handle how incredible of a jazz vocalist she is because she oh. really, she's just she's so dope. Like she, there, she reminds some me more of that like coming a, too. <laughs> oh my god! Thank Please. God. So listen, I would love to collaborate with Mashi and Bimbe. Like that is my dream. I'm out here in Monterey. Actually, I moved up from LA to Monterey. Oh, um, beautiful! Finishing my degree finally. Yeah. Oh, that's but, what's um, up. Well, yeah, see, you met Bimbe. I saw you. I don't yes. know. I think it was we were seeing Aloe Black. I think he was performing, but Bimbe opened for him many, many years ago. But you were I don't know if you were on stage with her that night. But uh, Mark, I don't know if you're just giving us a teaser right now. Can we expect to see another Tides Arising from uh, <laughs> uh, 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 the great Bimbe Segway and Mark the Clive Lowe? What was the name of that group? I mean, the, the politic. The politic. Are the you? Politics yeah. Yeah, yeah. Are there's, there, there, there's something which is neither of those things because we're not going to create another anything, right? For sure. Um, but there is something actually in the can, which, Ooh. yeah, it's in the can. Ooh. I don't know quite when it's gonna gonna drop, but Bruh. it's it was really special to reunite with some, um, you know, my my West London OGs. Bruh. Angel it got me triggered when she said ties are rising, man. I, 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 what? Yo, it's heaven, literally. It's, it's heaven. <laughs> I tell, I'll tell you what. If if, if you all can find the Amar Jamal sample on that album, <laughs> oh snap! I'm gonna go look. It's it's, it's hiding in plain sight. <laughs> what? Well, that whole album was fire, right, Enjoy? That whole album. Incredible! It's incredible. I have it on vinyl. I spin it every time that I go out and spin. Thank every you. Every time. Oh, amazing. Yes. Even but when hey, it's like a place where you're supposed to play top forty, I play it anyway. And every time that people come up to the booth, like, "Oh my God, what is this?" I'm Aww. like, "Just the illest, just the illest." Mashi and Bimbe. It's the dopest. I mean, Mark, yeah. appreciate you guys. But hey, hey, let, let's hey, wait. Let's not lose track of, of why we're talking. Here. <laughs> He's so humble, Angel. Look how humble he is. See, this is why Mark is so cool. Yeah, He's so humble. You know what I'm saying? Tides are right. That album was fire. <laughs> no, we but see, this is the it. thing, though. We're talking about flowers, right? And it's just like, Masha, you Absolutely. know how integral you are in making sure that these people that we are here to talk about even get right. any sort of, you know what I'm saying? Like recognition or, you know what I mean? Like some people never cross paths with this music. You know what I mean? Mm. And so, Man. like, you're very important. So I just want you to, I'm giving you, Absolutely. I'm, throwing, I'm throwing massive bouquets of flowers at you right now, Maki. Absolutely. Keeping, Thank you, Angel. For keeping this alive. You. I wow. appreciate you. I wow. appreciate you. Like, I can't even describe how much I can, appre I appreciate you for what you do. Because it's incredible. Oh. So I just want to tell you how much I love you. And I'm throwing some bouquets of flowers your way because you are Woo. keeping jazz alive. And you making people shake that, shake that groove thing at the same I'm time, which is the only, <laughs> unfortunately, one of the, you know, one of the last ways we can really get to these people these days. But, you know, dancing is very, very spiritual and it's very important. So, I mean, you know, 100%. I just want to tell you that. Wow. Thank you. I wow. appreciate it so much. Man, sure. I, I can I can hear him smiling. <laughs> I, I don't think I've ever seen Mark blush, but I, I think, yeah, I, I think, you know, that comes from the heart, good brother, right? Absolutely, hundred percent. Well, well, I can't appreciate y'all enough. Thank you so much for doing this on such short notice. We're here for Ahmad Jamal, y'all. Uh, may you rest in paradise and uh, safe travels to you, good brother Mark. Okay. 
Thank you. You'll take All right. Care. Enjoy. You are my family. I appreciate you too, sis. Okay. I appreciate you too. Pray before right. y'all play. This is Enjoy on Sax, and you're listening to Psychotic Bump School with your host, DJ Rome, on KCWG, thetruth.com. Best internet radio on the planet. Bringing damage to your burrow. Be some brothers from the east with them beats that be thorough. Got the solar gravitation, so I'm bound to pull it. I gets down like brothers are found, ducking from bullets. Gun control means using both hands in my land. Yeah. Where it's all about the cautious living. Migrating to a higher form of consequence. Compliments are struggling that shouldn't be notable. Man, every word I say should be a hip hop photo. I'm sick of bitches shaking asses. I'm sick of talking about blunts. Sick of Versace glasses. Sick of slang. Sick of half ass award shows. Sick of name brand clothes. Sick of RB bitches over bullshit tracks. <laughs> Cocaine and cracks, which bring sickness to black. Sick of swole head rappers with they sickening raps, claps and gats, making the whole sick world collapse. The facts are getting sicker, even sicker perhaps. I stick a push to make a bundle to escape the snap. Man, life can get all up in your ass, baby. You better work it out. Now let me tell you what it's all about. A skin not considered equal. A meteor has more right than my people who be wasting time screaming who they've hated. That's why the native tongues has officially been reinstated. Yeah. High. You high. know them stakes is high. high. We talking about the vibe, Come on, word Stakes is high. high Y'all know them stakes is high when we dealing with the vibe here. Yeah. Can you feel Come it? On. Stakes is high. Man, hey, yo, stakes is what high. about that love? Yo, it's about love of cars, love of funds, loving to love mad sex, loving to love guns, love for opposite, love for fame and wealth. Love for the fact of no longer loving yourself, kid. Uh-huh. We living in them days of the man-made ways where every aspect is vivid. Word. These brothers no longer talk shit. Hey, yo, these niggas live it. About to give it to you 24-7 on the microphone. Plug one, translating the zone. No offense to a player, but yo, I don't play. And if you take offense, fuck it. Got to be that way. JD Dove, show your love. What you got to say? I say jeans are making cake is out of high regard. And niggas dying for it nowadays ain't odd. Investing hard. in fantasies and not God what? Welcome to reality, see times is hard People try to snatch the credit but can't claim the card Showing out in videos saying they co-starred hey, See shit like that'll make your mama cry Better watch the way you spend it cause the stakes is high You know them stakes is high when you're dealing with the I think that smiling in public is against the law Cause love don't get you through life no more It's who you know and how you son And how you getting in and who the man holding he up And how was the skins and how high Yo what up I heard you caught a body Seem like every man and woman shared a life with John God. they ain't organized Mixing crimes with life enzymes Taking the big scout route And niggas no doubt Better than they know they daughters and they sons Yo people 
all go through pain and still don't gain positive contact. Just like my main man who got others cleaning up his physical and fluids. Uh-huh. His mind got congested. He got the nine and blue and neighborhoods are now hoods. Cause nobody's neighbors, just animals surviving with that animal behavior Damn. under eye. Who be rhyming from dark to light sky. sky. Experiments with needles and skin connect. No wonder where we live is called the projects. When them stakes is high, you damn sure try to do anything to get the piece of the pie. Yeah. Electrify, even die for the cash, but at last we be out, even though you're wanting more. This issue was closed like an elevator door, but soon reopen once we get to the next What's floor that with of the vibe. Shit's vibe, y'all. Stakes high, high, high. Stakes is high, come on, come on. Shit's vibe, y'all. Baby, this room in here. Just enough for two in here. Yeah. Ain't nobody but you and me in here. Yeah. What can we do? Away. I got bottles for days, I got tropical haze Go ahead and wait by, let me up with your coat Grab a hold of my arm, tell them it's to move Tell your sister you fine, cause baby there's room in here Just enough for two in here She had this Asian swag about her, so I called her my tie. Started following her, she was the only thing on my timeline. And it was just one picture, her in the swimsuit that made it the one to beat it up. And I intend to, but I'ma have to put in work. Baby girl, that drink it all. Face like Mona Lisa, I'm just trying to be the wall that hang on. I ain't got no patience, I can't wait long. She come and see me, but she don't stay long, and that's the problem. She a good girl, maybe it's too much smoke in the room. And she don't want that Mary Jane and her V Dallas that soon, so I'ma take a minute. And walk her to a Uber. Got a bullet in my heart, and she the shooter. Hey, Baby, pack. there's room in here. 
So crazy when I finish, I'm just gonna check myself in they again. I've been trying, and I've been dreaming of a house in Barbados. Viewing the sea 
work And now I see the fruit, I'm realising it's all worth it We all deserve it and pursue it, but most of us never go through it Being happy with oneself is true wealth, real talk Still I'm in need of somebody I can feel for So she came, slowed the pain like Novocaine Though I appreciate the sun because I know the rain Come share the burden of this heavy bath I feel much lighter than I ever have A weight lifted up Deaths, I would meditate with spliffs and straight liquid Now I'm back and I'm aiming higher Rise like the phoenix from out the flames of fire Which represent all the doom and gloom Never to return, this is necessary pain There's a lesson to be learned yeah. And the lesson will confirm This is real and we represent the essence of the word Love is a weapon and a weapon is for murder But I don't want to hurt you I keep on spilling it. Bone crushes, I keep real close. I got the skill for this. On my back, the flyers close, looking ill as shit. Transactions illegitimate, cause life is still a bitch. And then you die, but for now, life, close your eyes and feel his dick. Since diapers had nothing to live for, like them lifers, but making sure every nigga stay rich within my cipher. We paid the price to circle of success, they turn my mic up. I'm about to hit these niggas with some shit that'll light your life up. If every nigga in your click is rich, your click is rugged. Nobody will fall, cause everyone will be each other's crutches. I hope you fools choose to listen, I drop jewels, bust it. These are the rules I follow in my life, you gotta love it. Jiggy jigger looking gully in the joint. If y'all niggas ain't talking about large money, what's the point? I'm feeling it. Even if it ain't sunny, hey, I ain't complaining. I'm in the rain doing the buck 40 hydroplaning. What's shorty? Where you disappear to sun? Maintaining, putting myself in no position. Most of these rappers ain't in. I'm living. The Ill Street Blues got your hunger painting. Nothing to gain in the whole lot to lose. You're still singing. Ooh, I'm thorough in every burrow. My name be ringing, warming it up for the perfect time. They hit your brain and you're feeling it. To all the girls I bought a girl who took and sell my bricks. No doubt they could vouch my life is real as shit. 95 South and Poppy on the hill and shit. And all the towns like Cambridge that I kill with shit. And all the thorough ass sneakers that I hustle with. Throw your joints in the air one time and bust your shit. These fake rappers can't really know I'm loving it. <laughs> you feeling it? I'm feeling it, feel the bash at the top of my way. Feeling it, feel the legs pushing up on the side. I'm feeling it, feel the heart that you get from the line. If you feel it, raise your hell in the sky. I'm feeling it, feel the bash at the top of my way. 
To drown your whack artificial sonata and all the whack shit. Wax. I use y'all niggas like remotes. <laughs> Remove you like coats of both pains. You're irritating like a sore throat. I ain't. Like he bet Michelle, so tell y'all niggas to freeze before they bite my lyrical shells. Word to Mr. Buddha. Y'all niggas soundin' like intruders. Yo, I remember them niggas from way back. Man, y'all niggas ain't no shooters. I love calling out your fake so-sos on every coast. So some niggas always actin' like hoes. Talking about they wanna freestyle but can't even rock a show. Or write a cool song. Probably just an average Joe Blow on these nuts, cause I'm coming for ya. Out the lost gates of sunny Southern California. Suckers try to bring it, but strictly be bluffing. Quasimodo drop jewels on phony niggas acting rough. Talking in December, ain't no weak links over. 
over here. We all solid. We the Cuban links over here. We don't blink over here. We seen it all. And y'all ain't seen shit. Little trying on my shoes. They don't fit shit. When you get, guess that's how shit get. Trigger finger till you get your wet. Straight up. I ain't never been a slouch. And your wife, he just hit me. Ouch. Putting footprints all up in the couch. These shoes cost more than the couch. Can't live without it. Count it up, count it up, count it up, count it, count it up, count it up, count it up, count it, count it up, count it up, count it up, count it. Can't take it when you die. Oh no, don't stress. Big bills, big bills. I fell in love with big wheels and quick thrills. My drinking's running tip drills. Can't sit still. Don't give a fuck if it kills. It mix well. I'm only counting big bills, big. Bills. I fell in love with big wheels and quick thrills. My jug is running tip drills. Can't sit still. Don't give a f if it kills. It mixed well. I'm only counting. Yeah. Check it. Check it out. Uh. <laughs> gotta keep it fat. I can't get with that. I gotta keep it thick. Never miss. So I hit them like this. I can't get with that. I gotta keep it thick, never miss, so I hit him like this. Straight to the track, my lyrics is fat, I rip it the hell down. More than a fluke, I'm regularly wrecking this joint, so what now? With so many brothers writing, it's hard to detect to I B, we'll check out the J, check out the A, check out the Y, Z. Original rap, I'm making it slap. I'm hemming it up like that, stinging and striking and swinging it fat. Bring it back, I be fat, brother with a gat, coon clack. Don't ever sweat it when I go, I soon back. Better than ever, never better, you better, whatever I suggest. The next slack's so now to get your shit together. I give you a snotty nose from body blows. Nobody safe at a party, even got egos. Adios. I got, 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 flip, flip, flip yours. So save yours. One verse and it's a hearse. I played and I slayed yours. Get it, got it, ready to flip. I doubt it. No need to put long. Check out the man gone. <laughs> I can't get with that. I gotta keep it thick, never miss. So I hit him like this. I can't get with that. I gotta keep it thick, never miss. So I hit him like. The next player never get no rest. You're living with stress, cause just around the corner be the best player. You're fearing my clout. If we got you running your mouth, 
You better blow that shit out. The jig is back. You brothers are flat. Out of maze the way the J rap. Now how in the hell did he say that? You digging me, the epitome of riveted raw. You kidding me? No artists that rap getting bigger than me. Although these cats are wet in my style, I'm still thirsty. And we all got to fall off, but you first, G. I'll be the last. It'll be your code day in hell before you see me. So suggest chilling with your whack ass. We make hits and harmony like take six. While you brothers double pumped up the fake hits. A Rockefeller never sell out. Brothers who don't have the heart, you better take your mouth. Uh. I can't give with that. I gotta keep it thick, never miss, so I hit him like this. I can't get with that. I gotta keep it thick, never miss, so I hit him like this. <laughs> this how we do. All year round, this how it goes down. Now check it out. I don't kick it, I punt it. I'm so wicked, you want it? My tongue is tight from licking my fingers and counting up hundreds. So I bought a money machine, and it goes attacked it, directed, dick, 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 dope. How many styles I gotta kick to prove I'm deaf? I can even kick my, rip that, and catch a breath. Can't see this. Ask his brother Dash. Now he don't count, cause I'm making him mad rich. This brother's nothing but the truth. Many view. Jay-Z has a threat to they loot. So my thing is tight. Can't slip. Got a grip like a pit in a dog fight. Yo, I'm alright. I ain't checking for you, let you my people. And just in case you didn't know, peep the stealer. It goes one down for your mind. Two bone crushes for your spine. Cause none of your game is rougher than mine. I can't get with that. I gotta keep it thick, never miss, so I hit him like this. I can't get with that. I gotta keep it thick, never miss, so I hit him like this. I can't get with that. I gotta keep it thick, never miss, so I hit him like this. I can't get with that. I gotta keep it thick, never miss, so I hit him like this. It started on the sand of the land of the mother, word the mother, king like my father. My sound survived slave ships, whips and chains, hardships, still through all this. The praise roll off my lips. Bring your guns, change the tone, force your religion on me. Cut my hair, the vibe still exists. To destroy the molesters of my heritage, what they conceal, the drums reveal. My royal lineage, king of kings, guard of guards, like my ancestors' drums, I beat the odds. More mics to kill the slaves during the middle passage. Who rapes and ravages and calls us savage? Jungle funny, I'm not more funny. I'm more deadly, they know one day we'll learn how to use it, that's why they fear our jungle music. Yeah. 
guy, sound warrior. I take your head more than a rap singer. Enlighten up with the mic up. Make the forces of my nature smite you. Over the airwaves, powers are released. Holy music, destroy the savage beast. I beat the devil like a Naya Bingy drummer. Beats his drum, this beat will drum through the summer. Try and hold us back with all the strength you can muster. You'll hear a sound similar to the one Custer heard before he got ambushed. You'll get ambushed. We're taking this back to cook. For too long, you've abused it on the low, used it, and called it jungle music. our show y'all psychotic bump school is the place where education and entertainment meet at the intersection of funk and soul my name is dj rome and you know we're here every monday evening from 5 30 p.m to 7 p.m pacific time and it repeats again on friday evenings from 6 30 p.m to 8 p.m pacific time check back with us we shall return next week also want to thank our very very special guest for the evening our good sister angel on sax and the good brother over in japan mr mark declive low also want to send a very, very special shout out to Mr. Frank Starks, who is the Iron Man behind the board. And we're out of here, y'all. Take care. <laughs>